Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. We are the Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy Podcast. I'm Declan, the son. And I'm Jane, the mom. This is the podcast where we talk about brutal crimes like serial killers and the random one-off murder. We will tell you about bizarre occurrences like alien abductions and monsters in the dark. And we just might get you drunk with cocktails themed around one of our stories. At the very end of every show, we like to lighten things up and cleanse the palate from the tragic and terrifying stories. So we end our time with a chaser. You might get to hear crazy stories about our pets or just silly movie recommendations. Give us a listen. We are the Brutal, Bizarre, and Boozy Podcast. What's up, you guys? guys? I'm Catherine. And I'm Haley. And we are Saturdays for the Ghouls, a Podmouth podcast. How you doing? I'm great, Catherine. How are you? I'm fine. What are we talking about today? You know what's sad? Like, as I was like, so me and Bailey watched Escape Room, and then we watched, I think we started watching another movie, and I was like, damn, I should have done this for the podcast. Don't. Don't get me wrong, spooky babes. So this movie's I I enjoyed this movie that we're gonna be talking about, but I was definitely like felt rushed to pick this movie. So yeah, your girl got a lot going on, but it's fine. We're fine. We're here. Everything's fine. Everything's on fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What movie are we talking about? We're talking about the dark and the wicked. So why did we pick the dark and the wicked? You know, I want to have, like, a good, like, inspirational, like, reasoning. But honestly, there's no inspiration, just that I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. It was under, like, you know, all the dramatic-ass, most disturbing movies. Yeah. Movies that could have This movie will wreck you. Yeah. I mean, I do eat those TikToks up because, like, (laughs) I'm always looking for something to just, like, wreck wreck my soul mm-hmm. because again the only way i'll feel something because i lot a lot a lot of my way through life the only way i'll feel something is through some sort of media that wrecks me exactly exactly that's how you know that she was an emo kid where are you i was oh you know. don't get me started on lincoln park baby i love lincoln park damn any band full of boys that were mad at their dads were just like my jam True, but Catherine, Haley. So the dark and the wicked. Yes, it's it's not that big of a movie. It's not that big of a movie. Is you know it was an indie film, but for an indie film, it was really 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 good. Yeah, Catherine. I think Catherine probably hates this movie. I'm gonna call it right I now. I don't hate the movie. She has some dislikes. No, I've just I. I I will save it for when we're talking about the movie oh. more. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so let's jump into it then. Let's go. Let's get the ball rolling. All it. right. So, we got the dark, we got the wicked movie. Okay. Well, here here's the synopsis. 
Okay. Plagued by waking nightmares, two siblings suspect that something evil is taking over their family at an isolated farmhouse. That's a good synopsis. Mm-hmm. I was wow. like, all right. Wow. What is, what's the more chaotic Catherine's version? I want to know. Okay. Goats. Old lady. Old lady doing creepy things, doing scared things. Husband's dying. Sad face. Kids come to check on dad and mom because dad's probably not living much longer. She's like, you shouldn't have come. And so then really weird things start happening to a lot of different people. And we have, let's see, death, 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 maybe? Maybe that's about the right amount of deaths. Anyway, and then... The daughter is like the final, quotes, final girl. The brother is like the fucking coward. The dad is sad. The mom is not, not sleepy. <laughs> but there are yeah. lots of goats. Lots of goats. Fun. So many goats. And baby goats. Baby goats. They were so cute. Which. Technically, we didn't see them die, so they're still alive. They are. Without question, they're still alive. Okay. No no doubt. All right. So let's jump into it. We got Louise and we got Michael. Those are the brother and sister duo coming to take care of mommy and daddy at this abandoned farmhouse, whatever, this creepy-ass farmhouse. Now, I know that they're not all related because they're actors, but they don't even look related. None of I them mean, look related. I mean, they're all white, so that's all they gotta do. I mean, we all look the same. It's true. Uh, I mean, have you? Who is it? Have you seen some celebrities? They look exactly like. You mean Chris and Chris, and Chris, Chris and Chris and Chris? Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Oh, Chris Pine, Chris Pratt, and Chris Pine. They all look fucking same. They're just like copies and pastes of the same person over and over again. <laughs> They're the Chris's. They're the Chris's. Yeah, sure. When you said Chris, I thought of Chris Kardashian. Oh. And I was like, hmm, maybe not her. I think she's paid a lot of money to look like nobody else. They all have. Yeah. But yeah, we got Louise. We got Michael taking care of mommy and daddy, which, by the way, we never know their real names. It's just mother and father in the in the credits. And they do a piss poor job. At- They're not the greatest. I mean, come on. That the father figure, he literally got paid to just lie there. Anyway. So the dad's in like this like coma thing. So he never really talks, doesn't really do much on his own. So we got the family of four. So they live on this farm. The parents do. They got like 20 million goats. Okay, there's so many goats. Thousands. Billions of goats. And that's, that's it. That's all they have. They don't have any anything else but goats. But anyway, so Daddy Dearest is dying. Mommy Dearest is creepy as fuck. The kids show up and it's like, Mom, we want to be here for you, blah, blah, blah. She's very hostile. And she's like, y'all shouldn't be here. Y'all need to leave, you know. And she's like, get the fuck out. And the kids are like, no, mom, you can't do this on your own kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. And to them, their mom is going psycho because 
she's not acting like herself. She's cutting up this carrot for like 10 hours. You know, mm. everyone goes to bed. She's still a chopping. And then poor mommy dearest, she starts mutilating her fingers, which is lovely. Love that. <laughs> and then she goes and unalives herself in the in the barn. So I Sam. Yeah. So that happened. And then the kids are like, why would she do this? Blah blah blah. So that triggers them into start digging into what what's been going on while they're not they haven't been there they find their mom's diary and she's like in her diary writing notes about some creepy ass shit like she she describes this one situation where something was trying to like take over her husband's body and she could feel it and blah 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 so ladies and gentlemen we got a demonic possession up in here so throughout the movie like lots of weird creepy little minor jump scares are happening like big jump scares are happening it it's it's you know nothing new here for us veteran horror fans but the atmosphere is creepy as fuck it's so mm -hmm. creepy mm -hmm. the cinematography mm, the cinematography great it's very tense everything about this movie i it it's the perfect little concoction for a good little horror movie mm-hmm and it, it it's all in one spot mostly. Yep. And but it is over the course of like a week. And it does let you know it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. So yeah, over the course of the week, it's getting creepier and creepier. There's the siblings are both slowly just going into the mouth of madness. And us as viewers, like I actually had to research some of this because even though I watched it, I was still confused because it. I'm a little bitch sometimes, so I did close my eyes. So I was like, oh, like confused at some parts. So when I was researching it, I was like trying to look it up. But basically, this demon can also take shape of any character, make any voice, whatever it wants to manipulate said person. And honestly, it freaked me out because... It faked me out, too, because I didn't even realize that it was a fake person. Because the priest guy, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a priest character in the movie that the siblings meet up with. And he explains to them that, oh, yeah, he was working with their mom and trying to help her out, blah, blah, blah. The son blamed him for putting the demonic, like, idea. Uh, yeah, like the ideas in her head, whatever. Turns out that man was never there. That was the fucking demon. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, I mean, no and, one realized it till the phone call. Yeah, so basically the demon priest guy gave the, the sister the real priest guy's number. And so she calls him and he answers and he's super confused. And he's like, I live in Chicago. I've never been to Texas, which is where they are. And it's just like, a, oh, my God, like, whoa. And it kind of gives off like smile vibes, if y'all have seen Smile. Because when the demon like transforms into whoever they want it's, they act normal to a point but then they start like get this they start to get this menacing like grin and that's when i'm checking out and i'm like fuck that smile scarred my ass so no thank you you can take i'm already not happy as is i don't want to see a smile in a horror movie that's scary that's the scariest thing i ever did saw 
Okay. But yeah. So it is, it's very creepy. I would go give it a watch. You will have to have Shudder, though, if you want to watch it for free on Amazon Prime. Or you can rent Shutter. it three bucks. Or yeah, or you can rent it for three bucks. Shutter is also only like five ninety nine a month, so this is not sponsored by the way. I just Shudder is the Netflix of horror movies. And slowly more and more demonic things are happening. All the goats die except for like three or four goats and one was pregnant. So there's baby goats. And me and Catherine were like, if those babies die, it's over it's for over. this movie. It's over. But no, they it didn't show them die. So in my brain, they're fine. They're alive. Even though no one else in this movie is fine. Also, Spoiler like, alert. Also, like, we did see a lot of casualties from goats. It wasn't those babies, but it was a lot of goat casualties. Mm-hmm. Like, hundreds of goats. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, oof. It was, there was a lot. There was a lot. And that one poor goat that lost its leg. Like, it was just wobbling on one leg. The part that the movie is a little slow. So, like, it has a very, like, climactic beginning with the mom and everything but and it's kind of like slow but it's got some spooks in there so it's a little spoopy but a lot of the spooks are kind of like like she's walking by a doorway and it's a side view camera shot and you just see someone in the doorway it's Mm -hmm. a lot of those so it's a lot of like quicks if you if you're not watching you're gonna miss it kind of thing but a lot of a movie that you should like put your phone down for like, yeah there's it you're gonna miss like half the spooks if you don't just like sit there burritoed in a blanket and stare at the screen mm-hmm. exactly exactly but yeah the atmosphere is so creepy and intense and but it had me and Catherine like ah you know mm-hmm. kind of cringing creepy whatever it'd be a good movie to watch in the dark with some of your friends yeah but friends um, snacks blankets dark That'd be all fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. A little blanket for it if you want. So, like I said, there's some good spooks. Like, when when the dad, demonic dad or whatever, showed up, like, outside the shower. Mm -hmm. scared me. I hated that. Mm -hmm. I also hate things that move fast. So, when he was like, whoa, like, his head, you know? That freaked me out. And then, like, it slowly starts getting more intense with the spooks the goats happen which is sad and then michael is like the brother he's like i'm gonna stay with the goats tonight i'm gonna let them die and then she the sister doesn't want to stay in the fucking house because it's scary but their dad's there and you know in a coma and he's like no you need to stay with them so he's out in the barn he kind of doesn't believe shit's like going on even though he's definitely experienced some some stuff but he's kind of just chalking it up to whatever it's Mm -hmm. lack of sleep or something but he's in the little barn with the goats and he starts hearing shit and all of a sudden mommy dearest butt-ass naked comes out of the cornfield like fucking the old lady from the shining tries to wreck him tries to wreck Mm -hmm. his ass oh yeah just and but the whole premise so that the demon thing it basically makes you unalive yourself okay yeah so throughout the movie we've been seeing people unalive themselves and the brother has this little knife and he's about to slice his own throat and he's like no throws it 
and then mommy dearest is gone and so he's like like i won kind of thing and he's like i'm getting the fuck out of dodge and he basically leaves his sister there which is why Catherine called him a coward. No explanation. Yeah, he just fucking left in the middle of the night. She's in the house, and he's he's married with two daughters. And he's like, I miss my kids. I'm gonna go back to them. Like they're my family too. And the sister's my like, home, you. blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, typical good good dad shit. You know. Yeah, but not but good sister, brother shit. Yeah, definitely not good brother. Bad shit. Bad brother, fine dad, <laughs> fine husband. Right, right, right. So this is the part that has stuck with me. Okay. Because I didn't see this coming entirely. But okay. So he gets home, right? He's all happy to see. Or he's all happy to see his family. It's so quiet. And not a stir in the house is happening. And there's the music playing look, on the record. And like the beds look slept in, whatever, but no one's there. And so he starts freaking out. And he goes into the kitchen and he sees his wife dead on the floor and his two daughters dead at the table. And me and Catherine were like, no, oh my God, no. <laughs> like, this is awful. And poor Michael, he, you know, is like, that's it. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do it. And so he unalives himself, right? The same way that the mom and kids were. And, like, right before he loses consciousness and dies, we get a shot of the table and the kitchen again, and they're gone. <laughs> they're not there. And me and Catherine were like, oh, my God. Like, no. Because we, we knew it was fake at that point. And then right as yeah. he dies, in walking to the door comes the wife and kids, alive, fine, with donuts. <laughs> and I was so, that shit, oh. Oh, that part stuck yeah. with me because I was like, that's so sad. Yeah, that was one of the worst deaths. Mm -hmm. It just, it hit. But yeah, so now we're back at the sister's house or we're back at the farmhouse. Sister's like, you know, freaking out. This like in-home nurse lady comes to, you know, take care of the dad like every day. And she starts like going crazy and she's becoming possessed by the demon thing. And it makes her unalive herself. And it's the all nurse, the nurse kill scene is so long. It is and long. I don't know how she she lived that long to to basically shove a knitting needle into both of her eyes, right? Individually, like she did one eye, pulled it out, and did the other eye and pulled it out. Like that's how long she was still standing. And she had mm -hmm. done lots of things before then that to her own self. And I was mm -hmm. like, how's this bitch still still? <laughs> like, what the I fuck know. is happening? Her, her kill scene was way too fucking long. It was really long. I, I was just like, bro, this is, this is a lot. <laughs> but yeah, so she, before that, does attack Louise and knocks her out. So Louise wakes up and it's dark now. And the nurse is dead. Her dad, she, she's like, I can't do this anymore. So she tries to leave. And then she like hears her dad like coughing and like mumbling and she's like i can't leave him so then she goes back into the house and like as she's trying to console her dad like he dies right you just you can you just know that he's gone and she's like dad don't leave me and so she's like trying to 
just she's so sad and then she hears her mother's voice start singing this like song that she was singing earlier in the movie and me and Catherine are like nope uh, nope that ain't mommy nope absolutely not and so she's sitting on the bed she turns away like from her dad which is a bad idea yeah <laughs> and she's like looking at the doorway and all of a sudden last frame of the movie is a side view shot of just the demon thing like rising up as her dad and like grabs and chomped on her yeah and uh, yeah it was it was a movie <laughs> it was a movie that's for sure the craziest part was that there was so much emphasis throughout the movie about from the nurse specifically that like that it would be a, the most terrible thing if you died by yourself or you died alone or you died without anybody and if you think about it the mom the caretaker of the land the son and the daughter both died and kind of the nurse alone and there was mm-hmm. like this overarching like idea of because of the fact that the dad was sick and he had so much of his family with him because he was sick and it was like good that he wasn't alone in this there was like this overarching lesson of like you don't want to be alone when you're dying when and like all these people are possessed and dying basically alone and that's like the scariest part of it that's part of the reason why it's such a scary movie is that it toys with the human part of you of like having to die by yourself like if you get possessed by yourself there's no one to stop you you know Mm -hmm. it's very scary that's what i that's what i was thinking when especially when the the son told himself yeah that part was so sad yeah. Oh, but he was either going to do it there or he was going to do it with the goats. True. I don't think that there was anything he could have done to make it. De- it was like final destination. Like, I don't he he saved himself the first time. I don't think there was any other way that he was going to be living his life mm-hmm. any further after encountering that whatever that was. The demon. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, there's no origin, like, there's no speak of where this demon came from, like, when it came. It's, I think the story is that the dad is, like, this shell, like, insidious. It's basically, like, insidious. The dad's just this shell, and he's stuck, his body, his soul is stuck somewhere else. And it's just calling to this demon, come take it, basically, I think mm-hmm. is the premise. But, but for, it was, I thought it was really good. And I don't know if this is part of the origin, if there was one, but the fact that they're on a goat farm and goat, goats have like satanic ties. Oh, yeah. You know, like goat devils, goat, whatever, devil goats, whatever. You know, they're in all those tattoos and mm-hmm. artwork and stuff. So like mm-hmm. it, they're on a they're on a literal goat farm. So like that couldn't be by coincidence. I'm not saying if you have a goat farm, you're like part of the devil worshiper club. I'm just saying that that was probably some sort of symbolism from the makers of the movie. I'm just saying. Right. Okay. So this this movie, it came out November 6, 2020 to the U.S. November again. I know. Why does everything fucking happen in November? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of movies get released in November. It's weird because I remember <laughs> growing up, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it comes out around my birthday. Ah. Yeah. I think that like most of the Harry Potter and almost all the Twilight movies all came out in November too. And Hunger Games. 
Mm-hmm. But the movie, it like I said, it is an indie film. So it did, it premiered at a festival first, which it was the Fantasia Film Festival in Montreal. It premiered August 28th. After the film festival is where RLJE Films, it got the distribution rights and decided to distribute said movie in November mm-hmm. to the U.S. I think it did get a limited theatrical release because from what I found, I couldn't find budget. Which, honestly, I don't think they spent too much on it mm-hmm. because they, they basically worked with what they got because, fun fact, the farm that they're using, it's the director's parents' actual farm in Texas. So nice. it's in, So I'm pretty sure all the, like, buildings that they use are, like, their actual, like, homes and yeah. whatnot, which definitely will save on costs. Yeah. It was probably definitely a budget film. Like, it was low cost. But I do have a box office number. Okay. How much do you think it made in the box office? Did it make over a million? No. Okay, so I think it made 500000 A little lower. You're close, though. 469 No, it's a little lower, but it made 422174 Damn. Mm-hmm. I should but, have said 420. I know. But this movie, it was directed and written by Brian Michael Bertino. Oh, good job, Brian Michael Bertino. Well, I only wrote his middle name because the other fun fact is there's a lot of Michaels in this. Catherine already knows one of them because she saw it on the credits. But Brian Michael Bertino made the film there's also a character named michael in the movie and the the actor that plays said character is Mm -hmm. michael abbott jr nice michael's all around yeah i bet you that brian if he you know wrote and directed or whatever made michael michael because of his middle name i don't know maybe maybe brian we have some questions for you brian news news outlet coming in live brian michael bertino what is the name michael come from he's like Um, my mom (laughs) my mom her name was michelle but anyway i do have a fun fact about the director i don't remember if you said you if you like this movie or not but they have done two other like well-known movies okay that were actually like big well-known but the, I mean, I guess they are a little smaller. I think the first one did go in theaters. I know the second one went in theaters for sure. But it's the first, and it's a, it's a sequel. It's an original and a sequel. Okay. He also wrote and directed The Strangers. Oh, all of them? Mm-hmm. Or just the first one? He did the first and second one. The okay. Strangers Crayon so the Strangers, the Strangers movies actually scare me. Like really down to my core like i have a hard time sleeping after those movies i mean yeah it's your worst fear someone breaking into your house home invasion is one of my biggest fears so any home invasion movies i think the second one's better than the first one i haven't seen the second one i think it was good yeah i thought that was cool and then i i normally don't talk about cinematography but i loved the cinematography so much in this movie i just had to know who it was so tristan 
Nyby. Hopefully I said that right. Nyby. It's N-Y-B-Y. But Tristan here is very talented. Mm-hmm. He has also worked on The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It one, which honestly, I loved the cinematography in that one so much more than the others. Mm-hmm. And that one genuinely, like, I didn't even finish it because it scared me. Damn. See, here's the thing. Your worst fear is home invasion. Yes, home invasions do scare me, but demonic and like supernatural shit scare the fuck out of me. Demonic and supernatural shit scares the fuck out of me too. Are you How telling me? Are you telling me that I spent the majority of my childhood inside of a church being told that the devil's going to kill me, and I don't? I'm not scared of the demons. I'm terrified of demons, but I'm just saying. Home invasions are much more likely to happen than demonic possession. I mean, yeah, true. So, I mean, I try to try to choose my battles. To be honest, if we want to be technical about things, I'm scared of literally everything. Yeah. I have anxiety and I am always scared of everything. I'm scared to go to the store sometimes. So it's kind of not like, <laughs> it's not really like, oh, you're not scared of it. I am probably scared of <laughs> I'm scared of bugs. I'm scared of demons. I'm scared of leaving my house. So it really just depends on where my brain's at that day. True. So true. But I'm a wuss. I digress. <laughs> but you are a wuss because oh. I I power through. There's not a book and a or a movie that I've read that I can't power through. Oh, I was on an airplane. Okay. Okay. At least you weren't watching Final Destination. The first one. Yeah. yeah. The airplane one. I feel like the passengers would be like, are you okay? I'd be like, yeah, it's just my comfort movie when I'm flying. They're, okay, so like death serendipity or whatever that is, is like the Final Destination movies are. Like you're going to die, wh- how you're going to die or whatever. Like those are also really creepy to me. Mm-hmm. Those make me paranoid. Yeah, for that sure. I'm going to get stuck in a tanning bed. I've never gone tanning in my life. I'm going to get thrown off of an airplane. Like anything you know so log trucks log trucks i can't fucking stand log trucks anything anything that honestly not even just log trucks anything that has some sort of like band like big trucks that have like a large amount of wood attached to the back that's like strapped down somehow Mm -hmm. i don't ever trust them because they're like wobbly is what i mean but but anyway tristan the conjuring What else yeah, was he, he did on? Yeah, he did those. Well, that's the only one I wrote down. I know he's done more, but that's the only one that I knew of. I think he did The Nun as well, because that came up under his filmography. Okay. But they did... This movie did win an award for Best Cinematography. But I did write the definition for cinematography in case any spooky babes didn't know what it meant, but it's basically the technical side of things so you got the director that basically directs it like points on things where to go but the cinematographer is the one that picks what lenses they use what lighting and all that jazz so it creates the atmosphere i almost went to school for cinematography oh that'd be so cool it cost too much money though and my family was poor (laughs) sorry can you imagine you as a cinematographer crazy i could i definitely could I'm going to start a GoFundMe and you're going to go to school for cinematography. <laughs> I mean, okay, so here's the thing. At this point in this day and age, there's so much free 
information on the internet that I wouldn't need to spend all the money on school, that if I could get money to just fund me learning about cinematography, not just like going to school, like buying me equipment so that I can learn about the equipment, that would be more probably beneficial than sending me to school for it. True. But let's dive into the... Do you want to dive into the cast? Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. So we have Marin Ireland, and she plays Louise. Yes. She doesn't have... She has a lot of filmography, but a lot of, like, TV shows and stuff. Mm. She has won many Tony Awards. So she okay. was very big on Broadway. Okay. But the New York Times deemed and quote one of the oh, one of the great drama queens of the New York stage. Okay. Interesting. We also have Michael Abbott Jr. who plays Michael. He didn't even have a wiki page. So I couldn't find much on He's in a lot of shows, it looks like, but like one episode. Yeah. Yeah, he's not much. Poor Michael. Then we got Xander Berkeley. Mm-hmm. He plays the he plays the priest, the father guy, Father Thorn. Mm-hmm. And he was also in a lot of TV shows. His main role was in the show Twenty Four with Kiefer Sutherland. Mm, yeah, I used to watch I used to watch that show all the time. But yeah, me too. And I have a fun fact: who his wife is? Who's his wife? He is married to Sarah Clark. Now, I was like, why does she look familiar? She is Renee in Twilight. Oh. It's, she's Bella's mother. Oh. I was like, oh. Yeah. What? And those two lovebirds met on the show of 24. Oh, cute. And I mean. That's about all I got. I mean, it took, the filming took place in Texas, as we know, at the. His parents' farm, so we know that already. Mm-hmm. Oh, reviews. Yes. I did the reviews. I did reviews. Okay. Now, Catherine. Haley. I have the ratings for the Tomato Boys. Love it. MDIB. Mm-hmm. And Google users. Okay. Now, what do you think the to- what what do you think the Tomato Boys rated it? 73%. Okay. What do you rate this film, Catherine? A seven. Seven out of ten. What would that be in percentage? Seventy percent. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Well, Catherine, mm-hmm. since I guess we are the Google users, you would be spot on. Seventy-four percent. Okay. MDIB said 6.1 out of 10. Okay. 61 percent. Yes. The Tomato Boys. 91%. Fucking no way. 91% tomato, tomato boys. boys. Damn. It's okay. We all have our own opinions. Tomato Boys was way up there while everyone else was kind of like mid-range. <laughs> mm-hmm. Interesting. But I, I too would give it like a seven. Maybe seven yeah. and a half. Yeah. But I was surprised with Tomato Boys. I was like, damn. I know. Me too. Did you see the overall, like, what they said, the Tomato Boys said about the movie? I didn't see what the Tomato Boys said. The Tomato Boys always have, like, a an overall consensus kind of, like, three-sentence paragraph or something of, like, what they said. Let's see. 
And maybe that might help me increase my numbers. So the, the tomato boys did 91%. The audience score was 63%. Oh, okay. But the critics' consensus, The Dark and the Wicked delivers on its title with an unsettling horror story whose deep dread and bleak outlook further compound its effective jolts. Okay. That's what it, that's what it says. I'm sticking with a solid 70, 70%. Yeah. So the other, so the the other reason why when I was done with the movie I was kind of like like I don't know wishy washy about it was that I've been spoiled by a lot of practical effects. Haley has shown me a lot of movies with practical effects. I've learned a lot about effects and what's good effects and what's not good effects. And the effects in this movie are I would say low budget. Yep. And so, like, although it's very creepy and there's lots of kill scenes or death scenes, I felt like the the effects were not up to the same standards as some of the other movies we've seen just on the podcast together, let alone the other movies I've seen in, in just, like, life as, in general. The spider. The spider. Yeah, the spider was, like, super fake. Yeah, it I mean, was really bad. Anyway, well, I agree. We're all seven, seven and a half out of ten. Mm-hmm. Overall, good movie, great little spooky movie. Watch it in the dark. It's on Amazon Prime. Either you can rent it for what three ninety nine, or if you have a Shutter account, it's free. It's on there to stream. Give it a give it a good little good little watch. That'd be cool. Or don't. I ain't your mom. It's fine. Do what you want. Do what you want. I mean, uh-huh. we have told you basically all the, the important parts, so you, it's kind of like you've watched it already. Yeah. And you if watched you haven't it. watched it before you listen to this podcast, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Wow. Judgy. I'm just saying, you know, you guys know when you look at the title of the podcast, what movie we're watching. So we're going to spoil it. We, You definitely, unless you're new here, if you're new here, stick around. I'm sorry we spoiled this movie, but next time you'll know. So what's next week, Catherine? Next week is Spooky Week. <gasps> Just send us an Instagram DM. Let us know what you want to hear during Spooky Week. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to tell Spooky Babes before we go? Spooky Babes, thank you for joining us today on this. Whatever day you listen to this. Whatever day it is around you. Yeah. Whatever day. We hope you have a good life, good day, good year, good month, good week. As I like to say... Do whatever the fuck you want, as long as it's not illegal or hurting. And and if it is, we are not held reliable, held responsible. Responsible. Thank you. You signed the contract every time you clicked on the episode that we are not liable for you to squeeze the day if it's <laughs> illegal. Squeeze the day. Just don't squeeze anyone's heads, please. So that'd be just gross. You get things like in your hands and on your hands. No. It's, it's gross. If Under not your fingernails, them, probably. Right. It's not fun. If not for them, think about the cleanup. Yeah. And think about oh. you, if they're gone, then you're going to be cleaning up. Yeah. So let's just let's just not do bad things. But I agree. Squeeze the day. You know what? Squeeze you know what? If there's a girl or a boy out there that you like are crushing on that you see all the time, ask them for their number. That's what squeeze the day means. Or if there's like a book that you really want to buy, go buy the book. Mm-hmm. Squeeze the day. If there's a boundary you want to put in place, 
with the boundary in place. Squeeze the day. Those are the kinds of things that are squeezing the day. Get the phone number, buy the book, set the boundary, whatever it is. But do what you need to do. Do what you need to do for that mental health, baby. Yeah. You all we are trying to matter. Yes. And all we are trying to do is to make it another week without a minty bee. <laughs> the mintiest of bees. We're trying to run away from the big sad. And you know what? You can do that. We believe in you. Well, spooky babes, before I let you guys go, if you enjoyed the podcast or any of our episodes, please leave us. And I never ask for this because it's, it's so awkward. But please rate our podcast five stars if you loved it. And leave us a fun note in the, in the place where you can leave the notes. And it uh, really helps us out. So that would be cool. And remember, we care about you. You matter. The world's a better place with you in it. And we will see you in your nightmares. <laughs>